How's the family? I'm Nancy Olison. Maybe you just IM'd your teenager to find out what she's up to after school. Or you might have sent a text message to your boyfriend at work to let him know when you can meet him tonight. Compact, portable electronics mean we're using technology more often and in more places than ever before. These high-tech tools can help families stay connected. But psychologist Mary Pfeiffer believes they can divide us, too. Mary Pfeiffer wrote The Shelter of Each Other in 1996. Now she's updating that book to reflect the way our modern technology-obsessed society is affecting families. Here's my conversation with Mary Pfeiffer. You trace the history of how families have communicated in the last 100 years in your book. And what are some examples of ways we communicate better now? I'm thinking about the fact that we are much more aware of the stages of child development. We're more attuned to using and seeking help from therapists. Do you have some examples? Well, I think that's very true. Those are really good examples you brought up. And I think more families process and, and really try to talk through and work with the issues of the family as opposed to just have a set of rules and kind of keep behavior under the table. As as the culture becomes more difficult, there's a sense in which families do grow closer because they make a real conscious effort. One of my friends talks about it in terms of a docking station. Home is the docking station. And if her teenagers start to get sort of spaced out and getting in trouble, she'll say, you're staying at the docking station for a few days. And it's not like grounding. It's not a punishment. They may go out to eat. They may rent good movies. They may play a lot of board games or or put pictures in the family album. But they come home till they settle down. A little bit of rejuvenation. I think that's much superior to spanking children, which was the old way often to deal with kids who were getting unruly. So parents, good parents, are more sophisticated. They're much more child-focused. And that's a good thing. And I also think communities are more child-focused and more sophisticated about the needs of children than they were 10 years ago even. What do you think of parental surveillance when when parents use GPS monitors to track their kids? There are jackets now where you can have a GPS monitor put installed into the jacket so that you can keep track of your preschooler. And then in cars, people can monitor where their teenage driver is driving by having the GPS in the car locating the car for the parent. I think the way to know where your children are is to have a relationship with them and to have relationships with the people they're with and to be doing the supervision that it's not necessary to have a GPS system. I also think, I mean, there's been some talk about privacy and how privacy for the child, for the teen, is being lost. It's very complicated now. In my writing, I do a lot of comparing what life was like in Beaver City, Nebraska, when I was a teenager in 1960, to the way the world is now. And one of the reasons I could have the privacy I did was it was actually a much safer world. And the main reason it was a safer world was people were looking out for each other. Everybody knew each other's names. Everyone sort of took care of and even policed each other's children. So children had more freedom. At the same time, adults had a greater sense of trust in their children and security about their children. What's the best thing a family can do to stay in good, everyday touch with one another? You know, I like to think about um, families as a place where 
people are together for many ritualized experiences, getting up in the morning, saying goodbye. It's great when you send your kids out the door to give them an instruction for the day. Remind your children of the value system of the family. Another thing very important is coming home rituals, dinner rituals. Also very important is having for the family a community of people beyond the parents who love the family and are helping raise the kids. Thank you so much, Mary. Thanks a lot. Do you think that the tech tools like email and instant messaging and text messaging keep us in better touch? Or do they distract us from having real conversations? What's the best way your family communicates? You can comment on my blog. I'd love to hear from you. How's the family? I'm Nancy Olison.